the Gubby Gubby are the traditional custodians of the lands we record this podcast on. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging, as they hold the memories, tradition and culture of this land. We extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hi, I'm Kate Fisher. Welcome to Milkshakes for Mali, where those who have needed blood products thank their donors. I started out by telling the survival stories of blood product recipients, but through telling these amazing stories over and over again um, across three seasons and having interviewed over 70 people for this podcast now, I realised pretty quickly that receiving blood is about so much more than just survival. It can prolong or improve quality of life. It can give greater choice um, in treatment options or just give a patient and their families hope and just a little bit more time. Blood donation is the ultimate act of humanity. Anonymously giving your blood to a fellow human to save, prolong or improve their quality of life. So why aren't people doing it? We know that one in three people will need blood products within their lifetime, and yet only one in 30 will ever make a donation. Is it because we think everyone else is doing it? That there aren't persistent critical blood shortages across Australia? Because in our country, something like that wouldn't happen because that's not true. They happen all the time. Is it an invisibility complex or a blind spot? Because the thought of you or your loved one being in a critical situation and needing blood is just too much to comprehend. Do people know that you can't make blood? There's no synthetic alternative. And when it comes down to it, if people haven't donated and someone that you love or even you, if you're in the critical situation, might die or have significantly altered health outcomes. What can we do to get Aussies regularly booking and actually attending these appointments? What would it take for you to identify as a blood donor and regularly honour that commitment? Or even just do it once, because even being a blood donor just once has the potential to save at least three lives. I share the stories of so many Australians. And if you take a scroll through this podcast feed, if you're new to the podcast, I'm hoping, because that's the way that I've curated it, that you can find a story that resonates with you, some a great Aussie that you're interested in, their life story, their journey, how they've got to where they are, um, and what their connection to blood donation is. It doesn't matter where you start. It doesn't matter which episode you start with, or if you miss plenty of episodes in between. All the episodes are made as standalone storytelling episodes. Um, so I just really encourage you to have a scroll and have a look and find one that really resonates with you. And I share the story of our family and how blood donors don't just keep Marley alive, but they keep our family together. A daughter with her parents, a little sister with her big brothers, a cousin, a niece, a granddaughter and a friend with those who love her so fiercely. I saw the power in telling Marley's story. So now I tell all of the stories of any blood donor who wants to have a chat to me or any blood product recipient who wants to tell their story in the hope of encouraging new blood donors. And I've created the Milkshake for Mali community and the Milkshakes for Mali movement 
with a view to helping other people to do the same. So I welcome you to the story of our family. We created this little family using IVF, medical science and stubborn optimism, overcoming my infertility from severe endometriosis. I am the mother at the helm of a family with additional needs. We don't like to refer to our children as being special needs children or other children in that way, as it doesn't recognise the impact that an injury, illness or disability um, of one family member has on all members of the family and the way that it changes their circumstances. I am the creator, bleh, I am the creator, host and producer of this podcast and I am a fierce blood donation advocate. I also have my own child-centered play therapy practice, um, which I founded to help children and their families who have been impacted by medical trauma um, so they can access those services outside a hospital setting. My husband, Jeff, is the love of my life and he is the greatest human that I have ever known. Our love is the foundation of this crazy little family and I love doing life with him. Jeff works in the Commonwealth Public Service um, and is brave enough to support me when I come up with all the crazy ideas that I have, but primarily for this podcast. He does all of the audio production for the pod. He's my sounding board for my ambitious ideas and my safety net when my endless pitches for sponsorship and publishing book deals fall on deaf ears, but I'm sure we'll get there eventually. Together, we have four children um, and three of them are living. Thomas is 13, he started high school. He's our sports fanatic, um, watching or playing sport is his happy place. And he is fiercely passionate about supporting his GWS giants. Campbell is our surviving twin. His identical twin brother died um, during our pregnancy and their 11th birthday is this month. Campbell is the happiest when he is in character, in costume, or on stage. How all of these boys were made in the same dish on the same day of the same IVF cycle um, remains a mystery to us because while they look very, very alike, their personalities are so very different. Um, and we say Campbell has all of the attitude because he was the one that sat in the freezer for two years as an embryo. And then there is our little lady, Marley, fragile as she is fierce. On her fourth bonus set of birthday candles, after being diagnosed with autoimmune encephalitis at the age of three. Now, for full details on Marley's illness um, and a lot of the more traumatic aspects of it um, and how our family came into being and a lot of the backstory, if you haven't heard the episode, please scroll back to episode one of season one in your podcast feed. It's an episode called Marley's Story. Um, it details a few of the times that she has nearly died, um, paediatric intensive care experiences, um, her airlifts, um, the impact of these seizures and what abilities they have taken from her at different times. So um, losing the ability to walk, talk, or even recognize us as her parents. Um, and while she does have a brain injury, functional neurological disorder and PTSD from medical trauma 
she is no longer in a wheelchair, she's independently mobile, and she is no longer using a speech device to communicate. She's living an incredible life and one that we could never have expected. Um, but if you wanted to go deep on that story, head back to that first episode. Um, it does deal with some pretty heavy themes, so I would not suggest listening to it while you're driving or with little ears around. Um, but it is the foundation of all that our story is and we couldn't do this work without telling that story in all its authenticity and it is Marley's story and it is our experience. So, um, but I just want our listeners to know that not all of the episodes are like that one. The focus of this podcast is all of the amazing things that people have gone on to achieve after they have had their blood products, whether that be spending time with their families, you know, achievements in career, contributions to communities and volunteer work. There's so many amazing things that people get to do with their lives that they wouldn't have had the chance to do had they not been blood product recipients. And we really want this to be an engaging documentary style um, podcast. So um, I think some people have been put off after listening to that first episode, but I really encourage you um, to have another go if that's the only one you've ever listened to and just yeah, find the name of an Aussie um, with a story that really suits your interests. So Marley's continuation of life and the incredible life that she's living is thanks to the kindness and generosity of Australian blood donors. No amount of medical science or technology could have saved Marley's life, but blood donors have given her another chance at life um, during every acute relapse, and they have preserved her life for every infusion in between. Marley has a condition called autoimmune encephalitis, which means that her immune system is wrongly identifying her healthy brain cells as foreign as attacking them. This causes brain inflammation um, and persistent seizure activity, which can be life-threatening. Um, a status epilepticus seizure means that she has one seizure on top of another. Um, if she does has more than one seizure in a five-minute period, or if she doesn't return to baseline between those seizures within a 10-minute period, it's considered a status epileptic seizure, which is a life-threatening emergency. And to put that into perspective, Marley's longest seizure lasted for 39 hours. This is a condition for which there is no cure, but symptoms can be managed and quality of life improved through treatment with intravenous immunoglobulin infusion which is a broad spectrum of antibodies made from donated human plasma. Marley has needed this treatment as frequently as every 10 days. Um, sometimes it's been every few months. At the moment, she doesn't have a set regular treatment protocol because she is in remission, um, but she will be dependent on Australian blood donors for the rest of her life, as this is a disease with a high relapse rate and there is no cure and she has relapsed before. When she does relapse, IVIG is the only treatment that has ever worked for her. So if you've been a plasma donor anytime since 2019 in Australia, chances are that you are one of the many thousands of plasma donors whose blood is floating around in our daughter's body and she gets to be alive today because of you. 
I don't have the words to effectively thank the blood donors who have given us this incredible gift, but I hope um, that my gratitude is reflected <laughs> through my blood donation advocacy work. And I hope to ensure that no other Australian family ever has to sit with their loved one in a hospital room in fear that there might not be enough blood in the supply to keep them alive. So if you've ever been a blood donor, you can listen to episodes of our podcast and you can wonder if you were the one who saved, preserved or improved the quality of life of the person that I interview each week or each fortnight as the episodes are coming out at the moment. The word change maker is such a buzzword at the moment and it's very against my nature to be on trend, but <laughs> the work that I do does provide a creative solution to a social problem, which by definition is what a change maker is. Um, the social problem is that not enough people are donating blood and it's my mission to end persistent critical blood shortages in Australia um, and I am starting to gain some traction. So since its commencement in 2020, donors to the Milkshakes for Mali Lifeblood team have saved the lives of around 5,000 Australians. We have donors from every state and territory in Australia and across all blood types. Earlier this year, I was named as the only Australian finalist in my category in the Women Changing the World Awards, and the ceremony was held in London. Um, I took home a bronze award in the Emerging Woman of the Year category. Next month, I'm travelling to Sydney for the National Oz Mumpreneur Awards. And this podcast and my blood donation advocacy work have been named as a finalist in four categories. So the first one is Podcast of the Year. The second one is Women Changing the World. Three is Against the Odds. And number four is a category called Making a Difference. It's a People's Choice Award um, and I would really love it if you could help me spread the message um, about voting for this to try and help me win the People's Choice Award for my work. Um, but also I'm hoping that people just seeing the um, voting link and hearing about this podcast will be blood donation advocacy in itself. So at the end of the day, if people see this and they um, make an appointment to donate blood, even if I don't win the award, that's blood donation advocacy in movement at the time. And so it will have already achieved its aim. But if you would like to vote, I've popped a link in the show notes and I'd really appreciate your support in elevating the importance of my blood donation advocacy and my messages. So I'll just finish off today's episode with a few frequently asked questions um, as requested by our listeners. So the first one is, you describe yourself as a family with additional needs. Um, what are your kids diagnosed with? Now, I won't go into each child and their own particular diagnosis, but across our family, um, we have four diagnoses of autism, two of ADHD and dyslexia, three of, or four, sorry, of maturity onset diabetes of the young variation two, which is a rare genetic form of diabetes, um, one of epilepsy, one of autoimmune encephalitis, seizure disorder, um, with associated functional neurological disorder, PTSD from medical trauma. 
Marley and I have also recently been diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and hypermobility. And I have a very complicated gynecological history of 16 surgeries for endometriosis. Surgery number 15 was a hysterectomy at age 34 to alleviate the symptoms of my adenomyosis. Um, and I also have a diagnosis of post-obstetric pudendal neuralgia following Marley's birth. Um, it was an injury that I sustained while birthing her. Um, and this year, to top it all off, I have recently had my neurodiversity confirmed and I have started on medication for ADHD. Uh, number two, what does a day in Marley's life look like? So um, Marley is now in remission. Um, so it's not living life in hospital and not severely immunocompromised like she was for so many years. Um, she's been able to catch up on all of her vaccinations, which is such a relief to us because um, during the acute phase of her illness or during her treatment, she wasn't able to be vaccinated. So we really had to rely on the community to make sure that their vaccinations were up to date to protect her. Um, and as we couldn't do that, we just had no community contact for a really long time. Um, so she's at school up to four hours a day now, up to four days a week. Um, Wednesday is her rest day and she frequently calls it her favourite day of the week because her and I have girly day. Um, so we will go out for breakfast or go and catch a movie or something that just allows her to reset her brain, just fills her cup with love and it's not something that requires a great amount of concentration from her. Um, with her brain injury, she really needs those breaks from um, concentration and having a day off in the middle of the week has been the way to achieve that for us. Um, she loves yoga and meditation. She's recently um, returned to dance lessons. She's currently deeply obsessed with making slime, designing outfits for her My Little Pony collection and explaining to everyone the difference between earth ponies, pegasi, alicorns and unicorns. Um, she still maintains a rehabilitation program of occupational therapy, psychology and physical therapy. Um, and her seizure response service dog, Patty, has changed her life. He is a chocolate Labrador. He um, reliably alerts to seizures two to four hours before the onset. Now, while she's in remission at the moment, seizure response is not at all part of a big part of Patty's job. Um, and his primary task is more in um, autism and anxiety support as she overcomes her PTSD from medical trauma. But he brings so much joy to our entire family and we're so grateful um, to the many hours that he has kept us company in hospital rooms. And the big one that I get from people all the time is what can I do to help? So the first thing you can do is register as a blood donor with Lifeblood and then join the Milkshakes for Marley Lifeblood team. Um, I actually really don't care what Lifeblood team you donate to. I'm just thrilled if people can donate blood. But it um, really helps us to track the impact of my blood donation advocacy work um, and of this podcast. And it's such an incredible thing. If someone sends me a selfie when they're donating um, or I can see the numbers of donations from around all the different states and territories in Australia to be able to tell Marley that 
by telling her story, so many other kids know that they're going to have the treatment that they need in hospital that day. Um, and that's something that's really, really, really important to our family. And I'd love it if you could become a blood donor, obviously, not just to do one donation, but commit to it on a regular basis. The second thing people can do is listen, share, rate and review this podcast because it helps get our podcast to pop up into other people's podcast feeds. Number three, follow us on all the social media. So um, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. It is all under Milkshakes for Marley. Marley's name is spelled M-A-R-L-E-I-G-H and on Instagram it will come up under my name, Kate Fisher, as well. Um, and also check out our new website at milkshakesformarley.org. Um, you will find photos on there of Marley before she became unwell, um, during some of her treatments um, and the incredible impact that blood donors have had on her life um, in keeping her alive and her rehabilitation. And please, if it feels right for you, vote for Milkshakes for Marley to win the Making a Difference Award um, through the link in our show notes and share our new website um, within your networks. Even if we don't win the award, having people see this um, hopefully will get them to book in a donation for um, to donate blood for either the first time or to become a regular blood donor again. And even if you personally can't donate, because I am absolutely aware that people have big periods in their lives where they can't donate, they're not eligible, or maybe you will never be eligible to donate, um, please just support blood donation advocacy and be a part of this movement by sharing the importance of blood donation. You know, whether that is downloading our podcast, um, leaving feedback somewhere, sharing an episode with a friend, sharing one of our social media posts, um, it all goes to the same cause of blood donation advocacy and you will be helping to save the lives of fellow Australians. And finally, next time you're sitting in your car with your family, just look around at the people that you love and realise that um, statistically one out of three of you will be dependent on the kindness of a stranger in Australia, um, an Australian blood donor to save your life. Um, and let's just hope they were committed to donating life, their life depended on it. So the treatment is available for you when your life or someone that you love also depends on it. This episode was written and hosted by me, Kate Fisher, and I'm also your executive producer. Audio production by amazing husband, Jeff Fisher. And as always, I'll leave the final word to Marley. Thank you for my prayers, Marley.